hello, hello, and welcome back to Heart, Soul, and Roots podcast. My name is Tiffany Durr, and I have with me Nicole, and we have a special guest today. Nicole, you want to introduce? Yeah, sure. So we're both super, super, super excited to have Dr. Danielle Daniel with us today, who we've both been following on social media for a while. Um, Common interest is in mental health, essential oils, doTERRA oils more specifically. Welcome, Danielle. I don't know whether to call you Dr. Danielle or just Danielle. (laughs) Either way, it's just fine. Hello. Thank you guys so much for having me on the podcast. I'm excited to connect with you. Yeah, we're really, really excited to have you here. I mean, tell us a bit about, because you you released a book not long ago, um, and you've got a course out um, at the moment, which I am on. I'm part of your VIP program. And you've got all of these amazing, amazing things going on. So why don't you tell us a little bit about you? (laughs) Sounds good. Yeah, no problem. Um, Well, first of all, you guys do an amazing podcast. So thank you. And I love that it's just a casual conversation. I think that Oh, I think we just need more casual and open and honest conversations and connection with women and, you know, you know, families and people around the world. Mm. And so, yes, I love that you guys are doing that. So thank you. Thank you. Um, so I guess just a little about me, I'll kind of start on, and then we can start the conversation. You guys might have questions from there, but yeah. So my, um, my name is Dr. Danielle. I'm a doctor of um, clinical psychology. I also have my master's in social work. I'm a licensed clinical social worker for anybody who knows what that is, but basically I'm trained in clinical, uh, mental health. So that's my forte. That's my background. My, um, specialization has been in working with teens and trauma. So I worked at a high school campus. I'm from San Diego and California. And I worked at a high school campus, an inner city school there that had mostly a lot of refugees, um, a lot of um, uh, families that were in lower income status. And I did suicidal intervention was the main thing that I worked with. So kids that were um, suicidal, um, abused, uh, experiencing trauma, uh, as well as addictions and things like that. So that's kind of my background working with teens and trauma is usually how I sum that up. So anyway, that's a little bit about my, my background. And, uh, I just love working with teens. I think they are the, the coolest things out there. I love that what they, everything that they're going through, everything they're experiencing, I love the, how their brain works. And so mm. that's how I started in my, my journey. And I'll just kind of lead lead, uh, with this is that I noticed when I was treating kiddos for mental health, that we need more of a holistic approach. And so I kind of start, that's what started me. I was raised by hippie mom and using, you know, herbs and essential oils. And so I just like, wait, what I, I want to do something more natural alongside of all the other remedies. Holistic just means an encompassing using different modalities. And that's what drew me to where I'm at today with, um, using, um, aromatherapy for the brain. Yeah. Your work's been amazing to watch. I didn't even know that you worked with suicidal teen. That is very needed and really amazing work. So that I am very, I'm very grateful for your work in that area. Um, and so how would, when did you first start noticing, like, um, cause your, your research is on using essential oils with brain chemistry, right. And the way that works. So what kind of first piqued your interest in, Oh, there's something here that I want to know more about. Yeah, that's a good question. And honestly, it started with me. I, um, was just having gut health issues, which was then causing brain fog and, 
um, I, I would get really weak and lethargic and I was getting lots of testing done. They were trying to figure out what was going on. And all the tests were like, no, you're fine. You don't have diabetes. You don't have hypoglycemia. You don't have low iron. And I was like, wow, but I don't feel good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like you may not be able to diagnose me, but I don't feel good. And I would crash like mentally every three hours. Um, and I remember there was a time I was telling Nicole and I lived in France for a little bit and, and my sister and I would go travel around when she lived over there with me. And, and it was like, we, I knew that wherever I went, I had to make sure I would have food every three hours. I would just crash. And it was really annoying because it's not like, you know, I want to go eat fast food and there's not that much fast food anyway over there, but it's just like, okay, I got to make sure I have a bar or crepe or, you know, something, um, and you know, that I can just eat really quick, um, a panini, whatever. And I didn't, I, I would just was such a slave to that. Cause I would just crash. So anyway, that's, um, what really started me on, I need to be more intentional about using holistic treatment for myself. And I was introduced to some essential oil blends, um, for gut health. And so I started using that as well as lemon essential oil. And so those were two major ones, one's called digest and the other one's lemon. I started using those on a daily basis with each meal, as well as some supplements, that helped reduce the inflammation in my gut. And I didn't realize that's what it was, but once I reduced the inflammation, nutrients were able to carry through my body and the digestion helped my digestive system. And the lemon also helped with um, flushing toxins and things that were causing um, the brain fog that I was having. So, so once I, I did that and it cleared me up, I lost weight with that as well, which was always nice. And I just had my mental clarity back. I could eat a salad and just feel like energy and feel sustained and not having to eat like you know, a burrito to hold me over for a little longer or something heavy that would sit in my gut. So anyway, that was a huge deal to me. And so, um, when I, that was my aha moment, I was like, wow, well, if this can help my brain, I wonder what it can do for my teens that are struggling with, you know, depression and anxiety and stress and other, you know, mental health. And so all I did was, um, I had a diffuser and I just brought my diffuser in, um, and I started diffusing, um, mostly a citrus blend, citrus bliss, um, essential oil. And I was floored at a lot of the results I was just seeing just by doing talk therapy and using an essential oil. And these are kiddos. I'd been working with the talk therapy for a long time, like years. And then all of a sudden I bring this little diffuser in and, and we're getting somewhere in therapy and I'm seeing results. And so that's kind of what led me down to go, all right. I need, I'm the science girl. I need the brain science on this. Wow. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Citrus bliss is definitely one of my favorites. <laughs> and um, you guys call it digest zen, don't you, over there? We we call it zen guest, which is, as, as Danielle was saying, it's a it's a doTERRA blend specifically for, for the digestive system. And it has saved me on many occasions from travel sickness and, and bloated stomach and all sorts of things. So yeah, those are those are two of my favorite, favorite oils. And I love that you've seen such a big difference diffusing an oil while working with teenagers. Um, I'm really excited to, to try this out in my new environment. Yeah, this really fits in with what you're doing now, Nicole. 
Yeah, yeah. So I'm really excited to learn, keep learning from you, Danielle, because I'm also working at a school now um, with teenagers. That's my favorite age group from 15 to 18. Same sorts of issues, anxiety, depression, the same sorts of issues that, that you're used to as as well. And, and the, the issues that teenagers are dealing with today, post-pandemic. And I was really excited that when I arrived at the school, the nurse has doTERRA in, the, in, in her office. As you've noticed you're using like the citrus oils and that was helping them. And then you're like, okay, let me dive in. I went to learn more. So can you tell us a little bit about what you learned in your research? Yeah, for sure. And I love Nicole that you're going to work with teens as well. They're just, it's incredible to help with, um, those processes that are going on, the questions that are going on in their minds. I love it. Um, and so let me, and so let me kind of tell you what I've learned about, let's start with the, the base here is, when we look at just the brain chemistry and body chemistry of stress, right? Stress is kind of the gateway. So if we look at that, we've got the HPA access that starts to go, which um, starts to cycle. And then it also produces other, you know, cortisol and other things, communication throughout the body, the adrenal glands. And so, so that's, that's just your body chemistry and brain chemistry happening when you have um, stress, right? So I started to look at, well, what's going on body chemistry wise with stress and then what's going on essential oils how do they interact with stress and so a lot of the research out there it's gaining more and more light so it's growing now but a lot of it especially when i started this is done on um healthy humans humans that are um induced in a stress situation done on rats or rodents as well in this you know typical stress, standardized stress test model, which is always what you do before you go to the human side. So, so anyway, most of the studies have been, um, they're not been on mental health diagnoses yet. We're getting there. We're getting some now, which is phenomenal. And so what I had to do is look at as a pioneer in the field, it's like, okay, what's the brain chemistry and mental health of whatever I'm looking at stress or anxiety. And then I look at what's going on of the research that's already out there on essential oil chemistry that interacts with the brain and the body. And so I just, I had to marry that together. So during my doctorate program, I have different courses. I had courses on ADHD, of course, and, you know, stress, anxiety, all those and bipolar. I did all these classes. And in those classes, we were asked to do research papers. So my research papers were always focused on neurobiology, right? The neurochemistry of the mental health disorder that we're studying, like ADHD. And then the next thing I would look at is what's the um, chemistry, the brain chemistry um, results that we've seen up to date on essential oils. And so that, that's how I'd put the, you know, those theoretical uh, components together and go, okay, this could work. This is where we need to take it next. So that's how I started that piece. Uh-huh. Cool. So wait, in your research, was there something that you're like, whoa, I really did not think that that would happen that way. Like I know, so I do, I do research on essential oils somewhat too. Um, but I do it on pest management. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I did not think that that essential oil would hurt that particular pest, but it's amazing. And so did you have any moments of that where you're like, oh, wait a minute, I would have never guessed that this was actually going to work this way. Yeah, there's been um, several things I would say. Um, one is I just remembered a study and I don't remember the name right now. It's in my book probably, but um, on lavender and it talked about, so we, we kind of look at like, 
oh, well, this helps with serotonin. This helps with, you know, this, but there was a study done on lavender that showed that it helped in secondary messengers, chemical messages in the brain that help carry the serotonin. It helps with the ions in the brain. And so that help carry and produce serotonin. So it's like, it's not just the serotonin, for example, it was like, um, back down to the chemical ions. And I was like, that is so cool. So that's one thing. The other thing that I've noticed is in the majority of the studies, and again, we need a lot of them to kind of figure out exactly what they're saying. Right. But we, in a majority of them, we find that in studies where they always have a, a control group, right? So in a study of the control group that's administered like limonene, for example, limonene is an essential oil constituent from citrus oils and where the control group is just no stress is induced and they show that they do the limonene. And then they have the control group where they induce the stress and then they introduce the limonene. And then there's other groups that they introduce stress with water and stress with, you know, and no stress in water. So, so it's interesting. I'm thinking of a particular study that's phenomenal in that regards, but what I noticed in just kind of encompassing what it, what it found is that when they induce stress and the limonene, the limonene was able to reverse the, um, the deficits that the stress caused in the brain. When they didn't induce stress and they use the limonene, it didn't cause a reversal of it. It's like it was adaptogenic. It didn't like all of a sudden like go, oh, well now, okay, we, we reduced this much cortisol. So now, even though you're not stressed, we're going to reduce that much cortisol. It doesn't do that. It, it just only does of, it if you need it, if you've been left stressed. A balance. Yeah, it left a balance. And so that was interesting. And of course the water had no, no results um, on, on it anyway. So, so it was just like that, just seeing how adaptogenic. So some people are like, well, do I take to, you know, should I not use this? If I, and I'm like, it doesn't really work that way. And so I ended up from all of that during my doctorate, I did my dissertation on PTSD and aromatherapy. And so that's what my book is more about. And so I kind of took it from there and said, all right, well, let's get an actual PTSD diagnosis. And let, let's do essential oil research. And I did bergamot, which is a citrus. And it's, it's like, if, it's like if a citrus and lavender had a baby. So it has lavender <laughs> components as well as citrus components in it, like chemistry wise. So it is just like the perfect answer for PTSD. Wow. So did you, did you lead and conduct studies on, um, with bergamot and PTSD patients? Yes, I did. Yes. So we did, um, we had, um, veterans, um, sorry, military veteran veterans, as well as active military duty. Um, we had Marines I'm from San Diego. So it was just a group of Marines, Navy, Navy SEAL, uh, firefighters and first responders that were in my study. And we did a qualitative, qualitative phenomenological study. And so what we did is we had them for two weeks. So what I found in research is if this is helping, you know, any of you guys that are trying to do your own protocols, what you find is a lot of research is done three to five days and you get like a little bit of results. Some were done for longer. What I noticed is happened to be about the 10 day, two week mark was like the golden point The actual results were getting deeper. And that that's true with anything, right? If you, it just isn't like too much of a brain science. You look at like workout, if I work out for three to five days, do I notice much of a difference? No, not really. But if you have a two week, you're like, wow, I am feeling much better. I've actually lost a couple pounds and you know what I mean? So it's the same type of thing with the essential oil protocol. So we did two weeks and I had them do bergamot. Um, and so, and I would do 
uh, this regimen again. This is what I recommend for everybody because it works so well. And again, I didn't just make this regimen up out of nowhere. I had been combing through research and I was like, okay, this seems to be like the sweet point. And so we did four times a day. We did morning, right? When they woke up between six and 8 a.m. Then we did noon. Um, and I'll tell you the protocol in a second, but I'm just telling you the times first. So morning between 12 and uh, two, uh, we did the protocol again. And then between four and 6 p.m. protocol. And then we did a protocol at night, overnight with the diffuser. And so the protocol was to do um, two drops of bergamo in your hand and inhale it with, um, for 30 seconds. And that was each of those times. And then at night was the diffuser with, uh, I think it was like four to six drops in the diffuser overnight for four to six hours. So that was our protocol. And we got, we had really good results. And what I was going to say was on that note was, so those who scored, I did a, the PTSD, um, we, there's, a, there's a scoring test that we used. And so I used that to score their PTSD. And those who had a higher um, cut, cut point score, uh, higher markers of PTSD had better, had bigger results. And those who had, you know, more minimal symptoms of PTSD had just minimal results. Like they just didn't need it. The, the bergamot was very adaptogenic in that way. Wow. That's so interesting. Yes. I'm just blown away. I'm just writing notes down. <laughs> um, yeah, I have a, a lot of family in the mental health field that have worked with um, vets in different, you know, in different areas. And so it's, yeah, this is really a, a lot of my family works in domestic violence more than other things. So, but yeah, this is really interesting. I'm excited for them to hear this podcast. <laughs> so, so your book is based, what the name of your book is, is, um, is it, I can't remember, is it, is it, is it Brain uh, Essentials? Is that the name of the book? That's the name of the website, brainessentials.com, right. where you can yeah. get the book. And so mm-hmm. the book is just my dissertation released into a book. I had so many people and I'm releasing it also into a research journal, but that's only part of it. Research journals, you have to like, you're like, we only need 100 words here. And I'm like, okay, there's a thousand. How do I take this down to a 100? That's been a trial. But anyway, um, the book is the full dissertation just released and it's called Mental Health and Aromatherapy, A Guide to PTSD and Essential Oils. So right now that's the only book I have. It's just, I just, if I was going to get something out after my doctorate, it was like, okay, you can print my dissertation and that's it right now. So I'm working on a mental health and aromatherapy book. That's more like all mental health disorders. However, I chose PTSD many reasons. One, because, um, veterans and trauma are definitely in my heart. And, um, with San Diego being, you know, it's just, we have a high, uh, population there. The other thing was because PTSD is so multifaceted, you have anxiety, you have stress, you have depressed mood, you have all of these things. And we have, it's, um, where it interrupts memory. It's a memory disorder. So you have all these areas that I studied and focus and attention and sleep. It's like all these areas that I've studied and was able to encompass it in the, the diagnoses that basically encompasses so many other comorbidities as well as other, um, uh, symptoms. So, so I chose that specifically and it was like, okay, I'm choosing this whole thing and I got to pick one oil that can do the best with it. And I, couldn't have chosen a better oil for it. I tell you. And again, that was just from previous research that's been done by phenomenal um, scientists and researchers and and previously in the field. I'm so excited to, so excited to read your book. How can people get hold of it? The, your book apart from through your website. Yeah. So brainessentials.com is where you can get it. And that's really just us. I I know Canadian shipping might be a little bit more, but um, I I would just recommend doing Amazon. Um, But the Amazon is um, the Kindle version. 
-hmm. I don't have it printed on Amazon yet. We're going that route at some point. Um, the next thing I'm coming out with, and I can kind of tell you guys is, um, first time I'm really even talking about it here Ooh, is sneak coming, peek right here. <laughs> yeah. I'm coming out with an app and it's the holistic brain app. So my company and everything I want about is everything holistic for the brain. So it's called the holistic brain. It'll be released in 2022 and it will have more of this content. I'm really releasing the holistic brain magazine where it'll be a whole bunch of different therapists as well as, um, clinicians and experts in the field of what is good for the brain holistically, as well as I'll put some of my courses on there. So I'll like the course on ADHD and protocols to use and things like that. So my app will have, um, and kind of like those daily reminders. So in the beginning, you know, again, when we release it, it'll probably just have some simple things, but we're going to be building that up to be some protocols and things that will send you reminders to do your oil now and that kind of stuff. And my goal is to do more studies, obviously more research studies, as well as just some wellness studies with people. So that when we release the book on mental health and aromatherapy, we can gather from people that have been doing, maybe they want to do like a like an ADHD wellness study, not, not research study, totally different things. Okay. This is just a wellness study and we can, um, learn a lot from that to know where I can take a full research study, let alone what we can publish in the mental health and aromatherapy book, just like the whole guide to mental health. So that's really where I see this field going. Um, and it's just, uh, it's amazing how many little pieces have to come into play to, to release things, but we're working on it. Wow. How, how, are, how are kind of essential oils received in, in the, the cycle, the psychology field, the more kind of scientific field and do people give them, give them credit? Do, do you find that your, your professional colleagues tend to use them, incorporate them, or is it just seen as kind of something a bit more woo woo and yeah. I think you have both sides of the spectrum for sure. But mm. I would say on the majority, um, people love to use the aromatherapy and so many therapists are looking for natural integrative ways to help their clients. I mean, think of this too, and, and they would be crazy not to, because think of like, you have something that helps their brain chemistry calm down. So you can actually talk through therapy, right. And then you can, they can go home or they can have at home an essential oil in their pocket, in their purse at all times. So if I have all of a sudden an anxiety attack, a panic attack, I'm like, oh, well I have lavender. In fact, I'll share just to kind of give you an example. And this is why therapists are turning more and more to aromatherapy is because, and I call it psycho aromatherapy because I, I had this panic attack and this was uh, several years ago when I was just in my doctorate working full time. And I was just, you know, running around to get to work one morning. And it was a Wednesday. I still remember. And cause I worked at this one clinic on Wednesdays, um, uh, apart from the school. And I wasn't, I liked working at the school better and the clinic wasn't my favorite. It was a little more stressful. And I just remember being stressed out about it. So I'm leaving. And all of a sudden my heart starts pounding. And I thought, am I having a heart attack? It was like really weird. And I thought, and then I realized, Oh, this is a panic attack. Cause I've, I've never had one before. And of course I work with, you know, kiddos and stuff that experience these. And all of a sudden I was like, wow, I'm having a panic attack. And I was just racing. My heart was, and I sat there like in my living room, just breathing and calmly and just trying to calm myself down. And it, and it took about 30 minutes for my heart to regulate and to go, okay, I think it's over. I'm okay. And that was just doing the mental work and the breathing work. And I got to work. And later that day, I was like, why didn't I use lavender? I was like, I'm like Miss Aromatherapy Queen. <laughs> and I forgot in my panic, like I forgot. 
And I was like, that is so funny, but this is what's interesting. The next morning, same exact time, same exact thing. I was putting something in the dishwasher and I went to close the dishwasher. My heart just starts pounding. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm having another one. And today, this is now Thursday, right? I was like, I am not forgetting my lavender. So I grabbed the bottle of lavender. I've researched how incredible this is at calming the entire central nervous system, right? So I grab my bottle. I put one drop in my hand and I put it over my heart. And do you know how long it took my heart to regulate? And I did my deep breathing. I was doing the same thing I did the day before, but I added lavender and my heart took, gosh, 30 seconds. Wow. Oh my gosh. Within three minutes, I was already on on my way to work. And what a difference. So here's what therapists and anybody who works in the coaching field. And when you work with people and you can use something, not only during your session, or maybe you're doing, you know, um, teletherapy, they can use this during your session. Right. But then why not have something in your pocket or in their, in their purse or in their pocket all day long that they can use. And that's what I found in my research. So I remember there's one, um, Marine who said that, um, he, you know, was, you know, using it. And he said that there was somebody had come in and started, um, someone from his, um, uh, from Afghanistan with him and said, Oh, do you remember this? And he started getting panicky again. And he said, luckily it was time for me to take my bergamot because I used that and it totally calmed my heart down. Like I didn't, I, instead of normally spiraling, he wrote in his little journal, normally I would spiral and just like have like a full blown panic attack, but I was able to stop it. And I was able to just kind of like keep myself calm during listening to him wanting to recount the things that they saw that triggers him. And, Mm. and I just, so why wouldn't you want someone to have that access? Mm. And that's, what's beautiful about this is it's not just in your office that they can manage outside. So I have found the majority love the aromatherapy and desire this exact same exact type of pharmaceutical aromatherapy in there um, for their clients. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. It's, it, it is. And it's, it is so effective. I'm I, a couple of weeks ago, I was accompanying a student through a panic attack. She sort of sent, sent a message through on the phone mid panic attack. I was like, okay, for some, I had, I, I just kind of had my oils, my emergency little, you know, doTERRA key ring with me went and was accompanying her. And I gave her, I don't know why I picked up peppermint, got her to kind of inhale some peppermint after and just to kind of ground her, I think was my reasoning just to kind of open her up and ground her, then put a drop of lavender on the top of her head and another one on the back of her neck. And she was like, I've never recovered that quickly. I've definitely experienced this in our home as well. Uh, one of my daughters has had a few panic attacks and just, she has a lovey. And so when she's been in it. I've just put some oil, some either serenity or lavender, whichever I've closest and put that and put some on her. And it's amazing how well it helps calm her down. I would say a lot of people ask me like, well, if I don't know where to start, where do I start? And I just think like, especially for, for brain and for brain health. So lavender is a key starting point. Frankincense is another one. Mm. I like, um, a couple blends, which are going to be balanced as well as, um, adaptive. So those are like my major starts and then citrus bliss or any type of citrus, we could do wild orange too. Um, so those would be my five major starting points, um, because they kind of answer a lot of solutions, um, with, uh, everything that people are dealing with, um, and just kind of help the brain with, I would say like your homeostasis. So I'll say those again, it's lavender, frankincense, adaptive balance, and a citrus um, oil. 
Okay, those would be my top five. If I was gonna add one more, I would like peppermint on that list. So peppermint's a good one for focus um, mm. and balance and frankincense are good for like autism, for example. But I mean, I use those every single day too, which is also good for memory, frankincenses and lavender is good for everything calming. So those are kind of my top, I would just, let's just call it my top six. <laughs> There's a lot that are wonderful, but for people to get started, I, yeah, those would be my top six. So I'm curious, have you, um, worked with people that, um, have a lot of, especially children, younger, you know, teenagers, children that have a lot of anger and have you found something that really seems to help them when they're, when they are like out of their mind, angry, and they're trying to get it back, but they just, they're having a lot of trouble. Do you have something that you recommend or that you think would be good to have in their toolbox? Yeah, for sure. In fact, those six oils would be good for the toolbox. And the reason being is because everybody's going to resonate and everybody's chemistry is going to be different. So what I have used for anger, lavender, and actually there's research showing that lavender helps with calming anger. Um, so there's lavender. I've used citruses before with anger and I've used, um, this, the balance and I've used serenity blend. So those are kind of my top ones I've used, but here's what's here. And let me just, you know, kind of back up with how aromatherapy works in the brain. It's going to bring you to, well, let, let's talk about how emotions work in the brain first. Let me, before we go into aromatherapy. So emotions are triggered from a thought and that might be a conscious or a subconscious thought. And so then you have a thought which triggers a chemical reaction in the body and which triggers the emotion to occur. Okay. So if people can understand, okay, so something down at the thought basis, whether it's subconscious belief that I have or it's something that I was thinking like brewing on, then you're creating an emotion. Like if I'm brewing, right. And I'm ruminating on something that's creating the emotion of anger. So with essential oils, they're not going to change your emotion of anger. What they're going to, I mean, they're not going to change your thought of anger, right. You're ruminating. They're going to change, help the chemistry that created the emotion to go back to a homeostasis, but you still have to choose that thought. And that's why it's great with therapy because you can get someone kind of out of the emotion and the flutter, right. And get them down to, um, the thoughts that are happening and talk them through the thoughts. So that's a really important piece. And, and sometimes you don't even have to talk. Sometimes you can just sit with it and go, okay, I don't need to be so angry. I don't need to, I don't need to be reactionary to this. It's okay. It'll work out, you know, whatever thoughts or, you know, words you can say to yourself to shift your thinking so that I feel like the aromatherapy is good at helping someone shift their thinking and the shifting their thinking will help the emotion permanently. Because if I just go back to, well, I'm still going to hold this grudge or whatever, the emotion's still going to start occurring. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right. So, and I'll yeah. share. Yeah. That totally makes sense. I'll share with my, my cousin, she adopted a little girl. And so this little girl was like four years old at the time. And she would go into tantrums where she would just disassociate. And you don't, it's hard to talk to a four-year-old and like, well, let's process, you know, uh, what happened when, before you were adopted. So that doesn't really work that way with them. So what she did is, um, I had, you know, helped her get started with some essential oils. And the one, one of them was serenity. And so her daughter started tantruming and she texted me and said, what do I do? What do I do? And I said, grab the bottle of serenity, do a drop on your hand and put it on the back of her neck. So let's think that's two things. One, you're putting chemistry at the brain stem and going right into the brain. Right. The other thing is she's doing motherly touch mm -hmm. and just this calming touch on the back of her neck. And so she did that. 
And then my cousin texts me about three minutes later and she goes, is this for real? <laughs> I said, what happened? And she texts back and says, she's just laying here calmly. She says, she never does that. She usually just disassociates, just starts going off and it's really hard to get, bring her back down. So again, and I, maybe my cousin did say, you're okay. You're okay. I, I really don't know. But if no words were said, it was the touch and it helped that emotion get whatever had scaled the subconscious thought to go to the tantrum. Um, it helped bring her back down to homeostasis and she didn't have to go that way anymore. So that that's where the aromatherapy just comes in brilliantly for anything you're dealing with. That's incredible. That is awesome. I hope that that really helps some of our listeners. That's such a great, powerful story and such a really great connection. Mm, yeah. Another friend of mine that uses doTERRA recommended console also for kids that are having tantrums. She said that she's used it, she'd used it with her kids and it had been really, really effective. Um, so I've, uh, yeah, but serenity, I've, I've come across quite a few people that don't like lavender, um, which I found quite curious. I don't know if that's been the case for, for either of you. They just, I don't know, quite a few people say to me that lavender, they just, um, yeah, they have a, a thing with lavender. Yeah. I, I find most people like it, but there's some that can't use it or don't want to use it. And that's okay too. So what you look at is the chemistry. What are you wanting from lavender is the linalool and linal acetate. And there's lots of oils that have that in, um, mm -hmm. pedigrain we know is, I, I don't think it smells better. I think it smells, um, not very good. The pedigrain, but that has the exact, <laughs> almost the exact same chemistry as lavender, but linalool is high in a lot of essential oils. You've got that high in basil. I'm trying to think once off the top of my head, a lot of the flower oils have linalool. So you would just look at that and then little acetate and make your own, whatever your body resonates with. Cool. I did Tiffany. I think you did it as well. We did your, um, oil personality test, uh, a while back. <laughs> I loved that. That was brilliant. Yeah, that was, yes. did you, did you put that together? Yeah. The, the, the personality plant personality yeah. test. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So if anybody wants to take that, it's just kind of fun. It's just a plant personality test. It's on, you can go to my Instagram at Dr. Danielle Saidi, which is P S Y D. I'm sure you guys put that in the show notes and it's one of the links in there. You can go take the plant personality test and just see what plants you most resemble. It's funny because I've taken it and done it honestly. And I'm, I resemble the same plants every single time, which are citruses. So it's kind of fun. Yeah. I'm yeah. citrus too. I think Tiffany was as well, weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. We all have the same yes. similar kind of bubbly outgoing personality. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So tell us, tell us a bit about your course. Cause you've got a course online as well that people can, people can yep. do. Right? So, yep, they can. So brain essentials has the courses. So there's a course that, um, has basically every single subject in it, um, that starts from, let's uh, see, ADHD, stress, anxiety. I'm trying to think of all of them, memory and learning, um, depression. So it's got all those sections as well as neuro cardiology and neuro gastroenterology. And so that course is 550 on my website. And for anybody who wants to, um, I have actually a special deal, which I offer it with the VIP, which is VIP is 25 a month and you can do it as long, whatever, as long as you want. I just want to help people get the information out there. Um, and so I've got the VIP that allows you to access that full course, um, for as long as you're a VIP for 25 a month. And then, um, for anybody who wants to actually get started with the essential oils and work with me, they can, they get the course included with the essential oils. So that's all on my website on brain essentials, but the course goes into depth with some of the research as well as protocols. And I really stick to, um, the top uh, I I've chosen certain oils and their bergamot was one of them. I think it's, um, I can't remember how many oils, maybe seven in the, 
in that I focus on. And then I branch out with some of the research to help include some other stuff as well. So. Okay, cool. I, um, yeah, I, I think this has been amazing. I'm so, so grateful that you, you, you know, you've given us your time, you've come to talk to us and share some of your amazing wisdom and experience. Um, I'm really, yeah, just, I love your work and I can't wait to get hold of a copy of your book at some point. And uh, any, any other books that you release in the future? I just, yeah, I love, I love what you're doing and I love what you're putting out there. And, and I just, yeah, I think it's, it's amazing work. So thank you so much. Oh, I was going to say, I'm really looking forward to the app as well. I'm so excited. Um, yeah, when you release it, we'll make sure that we let our listeners know as well. So that's incredible. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, that would be great. Um, I'll definitely advertise that on Instagram and probably on the website when I do release it. And thank you guys for doing an amazing podcast. It's been great to be on with you. And I just, I guess the last thing I'd like to leave people with is just how empowering it is that you can use something like aromatherapy in your pocket to manage emotions that we all deal with every single day. This isn't just for mental health. I use them constantly. Um, especially, you know, if I'm processing things or I'm feeling a little down about something, I'm like, okay, let me use my essential oil. And then I'm going to process, I'm going to process in prayer or meditation or with a friend and, or, you know, with therapy. And it just, oh, it's just so refreshing to have something that's so simple and smells good. And so natural for you. It just, mm-hmm. it just, it's just meant to be that way. I, I feel that that's how it was intended with the creation of our world. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's so good that you're bringing the science behind it as well. I mean, I know there's a lot of science behind essential oils, but I think a lot of people kind of, kind of have this link of essential oils is something woo woo and, and there's no, there's no backing to it, but yeah, there is, there is so much backing to it. I, I don't know. I don't know very much of it because I'm not science, science minded, like, like the two of you are, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing to sort of bring it out to more people. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It was so exciting to have you. So make sure that you tune in again. We'll be back in two weeks. Um, Tiffany and I will be back in two weeks. We thank Dr. Daniel, Daniel, Daniel for joining us and, um, we'll see you again in a couple of weeks. Take care, everyone. Mm-hmm.